Ah, welcome to Fishing Without Bait, a lifetime without definitive expectations, where we explore life through our concept of full impact mindfulness. We're looking for individuals who are looking to create themselves rather than find themselves, to look at life and reality from another perspective and view life as an epic adventure. There's no admittance fee required, only the honesty, open-mindedness, and the willingness to try. Join our conversation and get acquainted with an eclectic roster of guests. Expect the unexpected and get an assist into exploding into your life with full impact mindfulness. Ah, good day everyone. My name is Jim Ellermeyer. I'm a behavioral health therapist and today, as always, I'm joined by my good friend, co-host, and producer of this program, Mr. Mike. Mr. Mike, give us a shout out. Hello, hello out there on this recording on a wonderful Monday morning in this fine, fine neighborhood, smelling the mid-morning tacos starting to <laughs> starting to cook across the street. As the pleasant odor wafts across the street oh, to yes. us. Okay, Mike, we live in a different type of uh, society. Uh, what happens usually in our society when you break something or when something's broken? Oh, we, we, we're so prone to just throw those objects into the trash. We throw things away, correct? So... When do you think our culture became what we would call as a disposable society? I think when we were uh, separating ourselves from making those things here and uh, everything gets imported and is made so cheaply and easy, um, I, I think that's a big thing. So the 50s? So what you're telling me is when we don't have an actual investment in something uh, – I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about time. I'm talking about effort. I mean, think about back back in the day, you know, think a hundred years ago, like how many people were making their clothes, were making their food, you know, more, everybody was making their food. There was no fast food, right? I mean, that was a, that was a product of, I think that was a product of maybe the 40s or 50s. So it's no problem. We'll just get rid of it and we'll get another one. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't worry about that. I'll buy another one. Mm-hmm. I'll get another one. And pretty soon our house is filled up with lots of stuff. However... However, the Japanese have an interesting concept, and that's called kintsugi, K-I-N-T-S-U-G-I, or sometimes known as the art of precious scars. Okay? So, however, there is an alternative. Every, every particular thing that you own has its own story, does it not? You, each experience has its own story. So... Actually, this started in China, and what happened was there was a shogun, the 10th shogun, I believe, that had a favorite cup. And he, it was, it fell, broke, however it got broken, and he sent it to China to be fixed because the Chinese have a concept where they do something beautiful, filling cracks with resin and powdered gold okay so when they repair things what they actually do is they make them more valuable and actually what it does is incorporates resilience and it takes away from negative experiences okay and turns them into something positive have you ever seen one of these beautiful uh plates or bowls or even tables that have all these gold designs in them 
I have, and they seem uh, a little too frilly to be eating my meatballs on. Well, actually, what they are is they that comes from that Japanese concept, okay? So what we talk about often, and I hope that some of my uh, Twitter friends out there uh, are listening to this podcast, as I deal with a lot of people on the Twitter, and for those who are not familiar with it, it is at without bait on Twitter, uh, and I often interact with many members of the recovery community, Mike. So many members of that type of community consider themselves broken. So what happens usually when someone uh, has some issues with drugs, alcohol, whatever that dependency is, they usually go to a place called a the recovery institute. Recovery place. They go to an inpatient, outpatient rehabilitation center. We do what other people do is attempt to piece those pieces, the pieces of a life back together. Do they not? Yeah, you're, you're, you're rep- trying to do a repair. Correct. What we'd like to do is to repair those parts and put them back together in a way that was stronger than it was before. Okay, so when we learn from previous experiences, so when we put things back together, we want to make them stronger so we don't want to, use this word, relapse back into what we were doing before that didn't work, that that broke us. Okay, so how do we do that? And we, we talk about holistic wellness quite often, do we not? So when we talk about this mind-body-spirit thing, and when we talk about the mind, and we talk about what, how, have you ever seen anybody with what would be called a fractured mind, Mike? Someone who's maybe despondent with anxiety or grief or depression or trauma. They're more wrapped into their head than what's going on around them. That's correct, and they they, they feel that they're trapped inside of these feelings, these emotions, and these thoughts, and that they're broken, and how am I ever going to, how am I ever going to get well, how am I ever going to move forward? It, it's, a, it's a deep, dark hole, and it's, a, it, it's, it's so despondent and, and, and hopeless. So what we'd like to do is help people to repair that mind and to repair a life, and to repair a mind means repairing thoughts, Mike. So rather... Our minds tend to drift toward negative outcomes. Before our conversation this morning, we were both talking about some disappointing things in our life. Were we not? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and we could have we could have held those thoughts together with some fairly strong glue. Yeah. Because those, those thoughts become enmeshed. Those thoughts are super glued together. And a lot of them kind of drive further decision making. So what we try to help people do is not just to say... I put out something on Twitter a few days ago that said platitudes are wonderful, action and effort works. Mm -hmm. Platitudes are wonderful. Mike, how often, uh, and we use use slogans and quotes as much as anybody does, we try to help people put some action and effort behind those words, do we not? Absolutely. I mean, so many times, uh, whether in, in... You know, business trying to get a new project going or in a day to day, you know, or, hey, I want to be healthy. You say, hey, I'm going to do this thing. Hey, we're working on this and this is going to turn into this, this and this. And it was like, OK, where have I seen step one towards that direction? Right. So sometimes I'll say to people, a well-tended flower blooms. Well, that mm-hmm. sounds like a 
sage, wonderful, wise thought from up above, doesn't it? No, it's science. <laughs> <laughs> so, however, okay, well, a well-tended flower blooms. Okay, well, how does one tend a flower then? Mm-hmm. Okay, so if we consider our mind that flower, what we would like to do is, first of all, identify what is hurting us and eliminate it. Okay, so that's negative people, never negative situations, negative events, negative places. All right, we want to avoid those things. But somehow, as we're kind of strange human beings, because we'll walk past 10 or 12 excellent, fine, firm, stable relationships, and we'll pursue that one who maybe is indifferent to us or maybe doesn't like us, or maybe has offered some criticism of us. And we'll try to pursue that one to make that whole. Mm-hmm. Actually, before you and I talked, we both talked about a couple disconcerting experiences that we've had. Mm-hmm. And we focused on those for a bit, didn't we? We did. We did. And and it, it kind of gave me a low start to the day a little bit. But I was doing so good. Yes. So if we actually turn our mind toward what we're grateful for and -hmm. the people, places, situations, and things that enhance our lives. So part of this putting your life back together, Mike, is quite often someone will come up to me or you and say, I don't know what to do. And we don't either, all right? We don't have the answers for them. However, I'll guarantee you that if you came to me and says, Jim, I don't know what to do about this situation. And I said, well, Mike, do you know what not to do? I'll almost guarantee that you'll know what not to do. Don't message that person that pissed you off. Don't uh, <laughs> don't do do a thing again. You know, do the thing that that, that put you in that situation. Uh, uh, you know, just thinking about the things that we we're talking about. You know, there's something that puts you in that position, or something something like that, or something that will make that position worse. Correct. If we don't know what not to do. We don't want to put ourselves in a position to be hurt again, and that might takes a conscious choice. Mm -hmm. So what we try to do is help people make those choices. And and you say not putting ourselves in a position to get hurt, sometimes that can be a burden as well, but we're talking about doing it in a healthy way. In a very healthy way. Okay. So when we're talking about this art of Kitsugi, uh, we all have scars, okay? And sometimes we deal with people who have emotional scars, and sometimes we, we, we deal with people who have also scars on the outside also. Okay, so our minds, when we want to cleanse and we want to detox our minds, that certainly is part of the equation. However, since our mind and our bodies are so connected, what we could do and what we would like to do maybe is also not only to detox those negative thoughts out of our mind, but detox those negative those negatives out of our body too. All the poisons that we consume, all the things that we incorporate into our body and they taste so good do they not absolutely man that mountain dew (laughs) (laughs) all those things are, are are so good however they're not helping us all they're not repairing the cracks no of uh often sometimes people will what we call resort to comfort eating Mm -hmm. and if you were comfort eating mike would that be celery and carrots no, not usually. It's usually the fried food, the pizza, uh, the burgers. Right, the greasy, salty things, okay, that that taste good initially on your palate, but perhaps don't really feed the furnace very well. Okay? No, no. So that's not exactly the type of glue that we want to put a body back together with, okay? So 
putting the all these things that you've gone through, your experiences, your experiences are the only thing that can tell you what not to do. So, and again, then we talk about this spirituality aspect. We talk about the sun, how a plant grows. The spirituality aspect involves a connection with something. Mike, I deal with many people, and one of the one of the thoughts I bring out to them during our conversations is, how alone are you? How alone are you? Mike, do you have an idea of how many people tell me so, so lonely? It kind of goes back to just an episode or two ago. We were talking about being alone in a crowd, right? Yes. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutfaith.com where you can listen to the show comment on our discussions and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast if you're interested in flying the colors of fishing without bait click the shop icon on our website we have clothing mugs cell phone cases and so much more show the world that you fish without bait this show is a member of the sorgatron media podcast network find out more at sorgatronmedia.com